The I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Welcome back to a brand new series of the I Am Independent podcast. These are certainly strange times that we live in, but nevertheless, the independent artist grind is real, hustling hard uh, more than ever, I would think. Well, we're hoping that this series will continue to inspire you, resource you and encourage you even in these difficult times, covering all sorts of topics that are relevant to you guys. We always welcome your feedback, so do get in touch on Instagram or through our website you can find our email address uh, info at iamindependent.co.uk to let us know what you'd like us to cover what you'd want to hear more of or just any comments that you want to share with us so thanks once again for joining us enjoy Hi guys, welcome to the I Am Independent podcast. Well, today we are finally tackling a subject that we've wanted to do for some time. It's a subject that B and I pretend we know about, stumble our way through because we know it's so important. We talk about it on our boot camps all the time, but we decided to actually speak to somebody who really does know what they're talking about uh, this week on the podcast. So our guest is Tom Chaplin. Uh, we're going to be speaking about digital marketing and how that is so important, so accessible as well for the independent artist. But he's got many uh, strings to his bow. He is also a manager as well of uh, some independent artists. So he really knows the struggle on all sides. And we hope that this is going to be a really useful chat to you all. So Tom, welcome to the podcast. Hey, how are you guys doing? Yeah, we're all right. Really happy to have you on the show. Yeah, no, it's lovely. Um, yeah, great opportunity. Thank you. So as I, I already mentioned, there's quite a few things that you do and your main thing and your main passion is management, but you studied digital marketing, didn't you? So just, just tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into doing both. Okay. Um, so I think like any um, any individual in the industry... Um, we all started to get into this because of a love for music. Um, I'd been a musician for quite a long time uh, during my bachelor's when I was studying sociology, um, and still am. Still make music just for the for the love of it. Um, and yeah, so I decided to do a master's when I was about 22 in music marketing, um, just to scratch my own itch initially because I thought, how am I going to get my music out to the world eventually? Um, and so I began diving into kind of like artist as brand, um, new new media and different ways of kind of connecting with audiences. Um, yeah, deep dived into that. Off the back of that, uh, I was kind of figuring out what to do. Um, and I was quite close with a few artists and we just started talking and thinking like, okay, how are we going to move this up a level? How are we going to get this out to the world? And that's basically how I fell into management and found the guys that I'm working with now. Um, And now where I'm at is obviously looking at management as a long-term investment um, and not expecting anything back from it for a while. So obviously you're always thinking, okay, how do I, how do I survive? How how do I make money? Um, And so I was doing digital marketing for the artists that I work with already. So I just started to really kind of, 
um, invest in that in that side of in that side of the craft and wear that hat a bit more. So yeah, I've been diving quite deeply into it over the last six months, um, and uh, here we are now. I like the way how you just kind of said, "Oh, well, I used to be an artist myself," and then that didn't come back. What what happened to that then? And how much did being an artist yourself help you in both the roles as a manager, but also as a digital marketer? Mm. Um, so I was very naive when I was younger, um, and I had some bad experiences with with managers, with um, being let down um, by people that would talk a big talk. Um, and not deliver, um, and it kind of like maybe tainted my experience with it somewhat, and um, and dimmed my relationship um, with it. And it definitely taught me a lot of lessons in regards to um, what it means to be an artist, um, what how to communicate with artists, and how to kind of cherish their vision and um, and their music just as much as they do. Um, and understand the sensitivities around around creating art. Um, so it definitely helped me in that respect. And also studying the business side of it really gave me an idea of like the strength of vision and the dedication and the um, relentlessness and the spiritual resoluteness that you need to to be a successful artist these days. So I'd say that's, yeah, that's how the experience has helped me. I can hear there's a lot more behind that and B and I are nodding because that struggle, every independent artist knows it. And we've always, we've all learned those hard lessons um, the hard way. Um, But, you know, just a salute and hats off to anyone who's still in the game and especially who's helping other artists like yourself. Um, it would be great to move into, I mean, there's so many things we could chat to you about. We'll have to get you on and talk about management another time. Um, but obviously we're talking about the digital marketing uh, here. When did you start to realise that that was such an important part of the independent artist's journey? Um, when I began to realise the ability to, the ability it has for predictability, um, nothing is predictable as an artist. Um so one thing that you can latch on to is the fact that there is solid data in in digital marketing processes that you can really kind of um, constantly have there that, that are always bringing you in new listeners and that you can tweak and that you can you can control basically. I think control is is, is the most important thing for me and the reach um, I mean you can reach millions of people that, with with real detail detailed targeting um that you just can't in any other way i mean pr is hit and miss um streaming is is hit and miss you know and and um and yeah it's it's not something that i would say only focus on that but um it's such a strong tool if you can get good at it and what what would you say what's your definition of digital marketing um so in the case that the I mean digital marketing it for me is content um social media content um is is paid advertising anything that you can do digitally really um I think there's like a, um yeah I'd say content and and paid advertising for me I could off the top of my head I can't really think of anything mm. else that fits into um 
into that framework. Yeah. So it's, um, excuse me, so it's um, the stuff that you put out online mm-hmm. um, via social media. Um, I mean, if you have a website, but you're not really websites, but it's stuff you put out that way and the stuff that you um, uh, target, you the content then you use to actually target to certain people or groups of people that's what you would say digital marketing is yeah definitely um is one more important than the other um i think they both work in conjunction i think that if you have great content then you will then your paid advertising will be so much easier um if yeah i think yes simple as really yeah I think a lot of artists know that it's important, but it's still quite a mystery to a lot of artists. What are some of the things that you can achieve through digital marketing, but also that you can learn um, about your fan base and about your your music through digital marketing? I think it humbles you um, and it helps you to realise that what you might think is a great piece of content that people engage with isn't always a great piece of content that people will engage with. Mm. Um, the thing that you can do with with these types of campaigns is that you can test lots of different creatives. And so, for example, for a follower campaign, you could test a Twitter post next to an Out Now video, next to a video of you just talking about your life or and, and playing your song in the background um, versus something a bit more fun of you dancing around and, and 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 then you see what sticks and it's funny because what you might think sticks the traditional sort of out now post isn't the one that sticks you know it's like the word it's the word format which is funny because you think Instagram is such a visual place and then you're like oh everybody's engaging with this piece of format that's words so it, it it teaches you a lot about what works and and what doesn't um for your fan base at least yeah mm. and you mentioned there a follower campaign are you able to go through the different um campaigns that there are and just a a couple of lines a sort of summary about what what those are mm. yeah so with facebook ads you can run a bunch of different campaigns that cost um, different amounts to run. Conversions is one that a lot of people would generally focus on the most, which is basically like a sale or a, um, or um, yeah, it's basically a sale in, in kind of like marketing jargon, more broadly speaking. And that's why it costs a lot more. But what you can do is run campaigns like Video Views Campaign, which is basically a brand awareness campaign. And it allows you to gather loads of data on your audience and then go into a conversion campaign with a lot more kind of idea of who you should be targeting. So that's another one. Um, So you have, yeah, video views. um, I mean, there's just so many once you get into it. But it it depends what you want. You can do a campaign for following. You can do a campaign for, for streams. You can do all different types of things. Sorry if I didn't answer that too concisely, but... No, it's great. Mm. <clears throat> and so um, for social media, um, you would run your ads through Facebook ads generally for Facebook and Instagram. Do you, do you run ads on Twitter? Is that, is that something that you, would, that you would do? It's not something that I have any experience with so far, but it's definitely something that I want to look into. Um, 
but you would um, run your ads through Facebook Manager, Facebook and Instagram. So they, they would run on Facebook and Instagram and you can choose all your different placements within the ads as well. So you can, if you just want to run ads on Instagram, you can just tick off Instagram stories, feed placements. Um, yeah, there's so many choices where to run the ads as well. And do I need to have like a video to um, run digital marketing? Like, would you say that it's, I mean, you did kind of answer it before, but if I don't like have a music video out, yeah. um, should I still run ads? If you don't have a music <coughs> video out, should you run ads? Um, yeah, I mean, you can, I mean, you can run them for all types of reasons. So it, no, you don't need one thing or another to, to run it. You could just have loads of great content on your Instagram and, and, and just focus all of your traffic on, on pushing it to Instagram. Um, you could just have a song out, one song, and, and just push people to Spotify. Right. So, like, if I have, like, got my page and I... Maybe I've got a song out, but I don't have a video, but I've got content on my page of maybe me singing, doing some live stuff or just some funny stuff or whatever I've got on my page would you suggest I test some of those that existing content and make those, that existing content into some ads to see what people are into? Is that Definitely. what, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's another thing that you can do is that you can, you can create ads based on existing posts. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, you can test four or five different types of posts Um four or five posts that you feel maybe speak to a different kind of angle of your brand um, and then see what people love the most and, and, and then that can help you make decisions in the future as well. Mm. I think one of the things that um, to start with put us off is that it just seemed so complicated and no artist becomes an artist and thinks, oh, I'd really love to do a bit of digital marketing, just like they don't want to do admin or any of the other things but as independent artists you know we have to do it all um it does seem complicated but even between b and i we managed to fumble our way through and learn a few bits through videos and things like that i wonder for the person that's listening to this he's just like this is just not my bag and i i don't have a big budget would you say that it's worth them um paying somebody to do it but also the other thing that I would thought would be great just for artists who really are not in a position to do that. What would you say perhaps is yeah. the, maybe the simplest or most reward, if you're going to do one thing as an yeah. independent artist, um, what, what would that be in terms of digital marketing? I would really say learn how to use Facebook ads um, because it's just an incredibly powerful tool for 50 pounds. You can get sometimes 400, 500 new followers. Um, I'd say, Obviously, as independents, it's essential to learn new skills. Um, otherwise, we just won't kind of, we're small businesses at the end of the day. So if we don't learn new skills, then we will, um, then we won't thrive. Um, and if it's one thing that you're going to bang your head against the wall about uh, and go through pain to actually manage to, to, to get to where you need to be with it is Facebook ads, hands down for me. Hmm. Just a quick reminder that we have a growing number of resources and useful videos on our YouTube page. 
Just search I Am Independent and you should find us. And do follow us on social media on Instagram at We Are Independent Artists and on Facebook under the same. Also on Facebook, you can join our closed group where we're creating community for independent artists to swap ideas, collaborate and just feel extra supported and encouraged. You can find links to everything we do on our website, www.iamindependent.co.uk. And how do you know like an ad, I mean, it's not working? And I know that seems like an obvious question, but like, how do you like convert that data and know, okay, this isn't working and then try and tweak it and fix it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the data. So when you have, say you're running, as you said earlier, say you're running four different pieces of content from your pages ads um, and one has a, has a cost per link click of ATP and another one has a cost per link of 20p. Um, straight away, you know um, what's costing you more money and therefore what isn't working. Mm-hmm. So things that are like cheapest, um, that are getting more um, sort of uh, feedback from it for less money. And then you would turn off, would you turn off the one that isn't, that's costing, that's costing more and put more money onto the one that is cheaper right exactly yeah yeah exactly and how would you spread out your budget um well so there's a thing inside the actual platform that's called campaign budget optimization and so as as it progresses so generally what i do is i'll for the first 24 hours i'll let your four pieces of content run at like five pounds each just to give it give the thing enough time for it to figure out really what what is what is going to cost most and what's going to cost less and then once it's had some time to figure it out i'll turn it i'll i'll turn off i'll turn on campaign budget optimization and then um and then i'll let like the and then and then i'll let it run for a little while longer to see what really isn't working and then turn off the ones that aren't working Mm -hmm. that makes sense interesting and in terms of um people and countries and territories um how do you go about that in terms of targeting because i think the obvious thing might be to target the people in the country or territory that you live in um but that's not always um best in terms of budget or in terms of achieving certain goals so how do you go about that um well i kind of try and get an idea first who i'm working with where they're trying to build um Mm. I think a great thing about advertising um, digitally is that you could build an audience in Sweden for a lot cheaper and then break in Sweden and then, or anywhere, you know, any any country that's a little less expensive than the top priority markets, which are UK is really expensive, USA is really expensive. Um, yeah, so I would kind of devise a plan initially of what it is you want, where are you at, what do you, what do you want from this campaign? Do you want to build your following generally to give you more clout um, and, and more people that will engage with your 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 um, your content as you release, or are you looking to do a show in like six months in Bristol and you want to build a following there? Um, yeah, these are all types of questions that I would ask before we, we kind of launch a campaign. 
One of the um, things that we kind of discovered by accident when we were working our way through Bianca's ads in the early days is that she's um, really popular in South America. And we literally found out by accident. And, you know, to start with, we're like, oh, is this a bit of a fluke? But no, every time we release music and and um, direct it there, then it's just received really well. People reposting it and sharing it, videos of themselves singing along and Instagram and real the engagement stuff uh, that you want. Um, when when you discover something like that, what would your advice be to an independent artist to build on that? Or how do you use that information? Obviously, we're a million miles away um, from South America, but there's obviously we've we've discovered something that's promising there. Yeah, um, I would just say jump on it and um, and use part of your budget that you put onto marketing to really focus on that country and and. Um, and see how you can build that. See, see what, see what the streaming says after a while of putting quite a bit of, of money into into that country. See what your following says after putting quite a bit of money into that country. This is the wonderful thing with it. I mean, it opens doors that you you can't open without it. It, it gives you access to fan bases everywhere, um, billions of people. I wonder if you could talk us through one of your most successful campaigns that perhaps has, you know, you've seen something there or even has been quite surprising, but the, the journey, because I know with your own artists where you've managed to really learn a lot there and just talk about that journey. Yeah. Um, so recently, um, one of the one of the campaigns I ran, um, we weren't sure about the creative um we were kind of unsure going into the uh, going into the actual campaign itself, but as we launched it, um, we just had incredible results. Um, really low cost per listen, um, and then eventually, it, it sparked the algorithm in Spotify and got all types of playlists like Fresh Finds and and um, yeah, I think we were on like like thirty different editorials. Um, and it was the first release, so it kind of gave the artist a huge boost um, off off of a hundred pounds, I think. So yeah, wow. ridiculous. So when you look back at campaigns, I, obviously that's the dream that everyone would love to have. Um, was was there something that you could learn from that sale? Oh, this is why that worked, or is it still a lot of it kind of down to chance? Obviously, you you talked about the predictability that is there with with data but in terms of something taking off to that extent um and also you said about getting the algorithms to kick in um i think lots of artists will want to know what what that means and how that's achieved yeah um, so basically when you release a new song um if it gets like a consistent amount of streams each day um then it has really good chances of being picked up by editorial uh, by algorithmic playlist, sorry, um, and then afterwards, even by editorial. Um, what we learned from that was that um, was that the again we doubted the creative, and it really kind of it, and it really did well. So again, that was sort of like an experience of to be like always question the assumptions when testing things. Um, never be like this is the one piece. And I know it and this is going to work because you don't at the end of the day and people make their mind up whether they like it or not. Um, 
and also with her the targeting was really good looking back on it um and it was easy the targeting was easy because it was a pop record um it was a happy record and it's an, it was an easy record to market basically so those those things played in our favor awesome um so how much should an artist spend to make a difference like say they've got a campaign they've got a single they want to they want those they want those algorithms to kick in and they want those views and that's like what do you think would be a worthwhile budget um i always say 150 is is good to is good to begin with um and that gives you a chance of getting enough streams daily to um to 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 have chances of making the algorithm kick in but um what i would say first and foremost is is focus purely on your content first of all and obviously the, the better the music the easier it is to 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 market it so yeah but you can test with any amount of money and you could test you could just start playing around with it with like 10 pounds and learning the learning the platform learning how it works and then once you've actually got a release coming then you can yeah put put money in it knowing that you actually know how to use it but there's no yeah. there's no limit to the amount that you that you have to start with within the actual platform but yeah for a release I'd say around 150 and how and how much do you spend a day generally of that 150 how long does that how long does that 150 generally last you when you're doing a, a single campaign um so i'd say normally I, I run a campaign a conversion campaign for the for spotify listens um for like a week maybe 10 days um sometimes what i do is i'll run 20 pounds for like three days give it a really good boost and let it learn. Uh, and then I'll kind of bring it down 15, 10 and let it just run once once it's optimised. Awesome. So, yeah, so it's a kind of, that 150 will get you maximum like two weeks yeah. of a campaign. And that's a good like run to just give it, give that single an initial boost. And then after that point, would you, do you run more ads like, but maybe ongoing ones at a, at a with less money or would you would that does that feel like a waste no i mean that's exactly what i wanted to touch on um the great thing about it another great thing about it coming back to the 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 first question is that it's timeless like you can constantly be running ads and be in front of people's eyes um and it is and you can bring it down to say you do your 150 for two weeks you can then after that just bring it down to like a pound a day you know and once it's optimized and it's really learned and you've tweaked and you've tested different audiences and and you've got down to your cheapest listener or cheapest follower or yeah then then you can just let it run and you'll constantly have a stream of of people coming onto your socials and 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 the right types of people as well i think this is Mm. the that that's the like crux of it is that the targeting allows you to bring in people that are going to really mess with you and stick mm. around for a long time. Mm. Would you recommend um, like ads on specific platforms? So like Spotify, you can do paid ads there. Are those worth doing? I know that um, 
before I tested, uh, I did a few campaigns on Spotify and the results were really bad compared to Facebook ads. And that's because their platform wasn't like fully optimized yet. I do know that now they've gone through real work in regards to making it a lot more user-friendly and a lot more effective. Um, so it's definitely something to look at. It's something that I need to dive back into actually. Interesting. Also, and other platforms. Um, I mean, everybody's on Instagram in regards to artists. Um, so it, that's basically where the main focus is. Um, so I would, and that's all I'd actually have a lot of experience in as well as Google Ads. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't be able to, to speak on any other things. Mm. Well, that's a good start. I think um, the, the takeaways, it seems like learn how to run Google, um, Facebook ads, um, mm. like learn what that's like and test and test different pieces of content. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to just be like something glossy and, you know, you're out now video. It can be um, other types of content and you, you might realise for you as an artist what your what people want to connect with you on um, yeah. and then what to then continue to make um, yeah. to, to um, keep growing your audience. And um, you don't need a, a huge budget like you would do like PR or anything. You can you can like 150 pounds for a single isn't actually is is good is a good amount of money and then you can actually keep that going for like less than a Starbucks you know all the way through throughout the year and keep a steady stream of people and um, new people discovering you through through your ads but also yeah. what I took away from what you said was about you know add the actual content and creating um great content um, is also important um, and learning learning how to do that well um, making sure the music is great and the visuals if, as, are as good as you can make it and then also mm. the organic content like just focusing on that too exactly I think at the end of the day like no matter what we're trying to do with the music it's all about the music yeah. so if your music's not where it could be then it's going to be a lot harder to to, to market your record but mm. yeah um but yeah exactly what you just said yeah. i think there's going to be a lot of um there's gonna be a lot of artists who listen to this and are like gonna jump on and learn facebook business manager and get all the videos but there also will be a load of like i'm never gonna get this or i don't want to get this or i just don't have the time and i know it's um like you say it's one of the things that you're doing as a business where can people find out about you and um, perhaps um work with you to do their digital marketing yeah um instagram uh Instagram is the, the yeah the best place to find me really. You can email me at tom at thecollectivemotion.com. Um, but Instagram is where uh, I speak a lot about advertising um, and is where you can DM me just to kind of, if you want to work, then um, then let me know and, and we can just kind of move from there. Yeah, at t.s.chaplin. Uh, t, so it's t.s.chaplin. We'll put all those details um, in the show notes, but we'll also, when we put uh, these clips up on Instagram, we'll put all your information down there too. So Amazing. people can hit you up. 
But thank you so much for coming on and like sharing your wisdom with us. Um, it's it's one of those areas that we, we know it's really important and it's going to be important for a long time. So thank yeah. you very, very much. If I can just say this is it. Um, as a manager, I've kind of tested every side of the, of the, of the marketing sphere. Mm. And power is in, is in this type of advertising. Um, and once you get a hold of it, it can really kind of allow you to, to move to any level that you kind of wish to move to and to target any listeners that you wish to, wish to target. It's so, so powerful. Mm. I, can't, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we agree. Thank you so much. Um, some great advice. Thank you. Mm, no, it's my pleasure, honestly. Thank you for having me on. That's all right. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources. Sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk For more great content from I Am Independent, find us on social media at We Are Independent Artists. Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music.